friends. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the live stream. I believe... Were we trying to see who could have the cheesiest intro? Yeah. I believe that this was one of my favorite Easter's of all time. And it might be because we've been in lockdown for a couple Easter's in a row. But it was really fun. It was a really nice Easter service uh, on Sunday. And it was really cool to see a whole bunch of kids that got to have a little Easter egg hunt. I know that's not what Easter is all about, but they had a little Easter egg hunt. My favorite was a little two-year-old. They were all standing at one end of the parking lot, and they were hiding eggs over here. And then the one little two-year-old you mean was... throwing uh, eggs on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they weren't well them. hidden. There's nowhere to hide them. Um, and the little two-year-old had got away and was like running like a little penguin because she was had her bag and she was she could see the easter egg so she was just gone it was so cute um yeah and then we went for a little brunch at downtown oko whoa whoa we it was yeah it was almost indescribable undescribable it was just great it was great and with friends and then uh yeah it was really nice and then a nap. Happy oh, Easter. Beautiful nap. Happy Easter. Do you think... <clears throat> do you feel like you've been celebrating since Thursday? That could be it. And maybe last night was a crescendo. Mm. I've uh, laughed a little bit inside because I am not a massive ice cream cake fan. And I have, obviously, people in my life that are ice cream cake fans. So I've had three ice cream cakes. Not eaten all by myself. But I've been celebrated with Easter, uh, no, with birthday uh, ice cream cakes. Well, if you don't tell people what kind of cake you want, then you get what kind of cake they want. It's true. Uh, That is 100% true. If you are asked and you refuse to tell people, (sighs) I don't really have a they are going to make it up on their own. Favorite cake. Like I'm not, like I don't ever need cake. I don't, I don't hate cake, but I don't have like, like you can't go wrong with ice cream cake. I guess that's the the key or like cheesecake's good. Like what's your favorite cake? Chocolate cake. I used to be a chocolate cake. Like, I used to be a dessert guy, but I'm not. Like, I'm, I think I've grown out of that. Like, it doesn't look like it, but <laughs> I've grown into it. All right. What's your favorite cake? What are good? What's your favorite cake? Ice cream cake? You don't really have a favorite cake. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, Vicky's favorite cake is. No, but if you asked me, I would tell you what I wanted. What would you want? Like, Dep- what would a go to be? Depends on the day. Dep- so you don't have like a specific relationship with a cake that you're like chocolate, chocolate? more of a chocolate cake. Yeah. I like you, a layered. Cho- I like like a chocolate tort that you're. Like, oh, a chocolate tort, yeah. like a thin. I love that. No mm-hmm. real flour. Yeah. No, I get. I don't really like icing. Like I don't. Yeah. Ugh. Chocolate like, tort doesn't have icing. icing. No, that's true. It has the sugar powder. Very good. All right. Well, way to talk about cake on a Monday morning. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, we are at April 18th. Thanks for joining us. We are getting into our comp- contemplative meditation. What do you call it? Contemplative. Contemplative. Where we do a reading and then take a, the idea out of it for the day. To reflect on for the to rest To reflect of, on. Yes. Okay. For the rest of And ask God. Okay. Ask so God. a compulsive drinker can never be set free from their sickness by treating them with contempt. Mm. Yet isn't that what many of us do? When the drinker's dignity and quality are hidden under sodden incoherence or violence, it isn't easy to remember that this helpless creature is a child of God 
hurt, sensitive, sick with guilt, in need of our compassion. What did we call us? A, a, a sensitive child? Uh, mm, this helpless creature is a child uh, helpless, of God. Helpless creature. Is that what you meant? Yeah, helpless helpless creature. creature. Okay. Um, in need of our compassion. Difficult as it is, our own progress must begin with correcting our attitudes towards the alcoholic when they are in the acute stages of the illness. Mm. Emotional crisis happen too, after the alcoholic has become sober. We owe it to ourselves to meet these in the same way as though actual drinking had caused the disturbance. Nothing constructive results from meeting anger with anger. Nobody wins the battle in which control is lost. Today's reminder, quiet poise can be acquired and it does have a decided effect on the drinker who even in an alcoholic fog senses a change in us. But even more important, relaxing saves wear and tear on our emotions and preserves our own dignity. Quote, let me turn my thoughts away from the torments of the troublesome moment and think of your ever-present help and support. Mm. Yeah, so it's assuming that... We the, the the case is um, the reading would be predominantly for somebody in a in an alcoholic um, relationship. Yeah, because this is from the book one day at a time. And then the other person would be in or starting recovery, and the encouragement is well, not getting caught up in the the crazy cycle of addiction where there's contempt and anger, and and so it's really. Telling me to love the, the the person that's still using. So I can take that into my context because we have lots of people in our community that relapse. Mm-hmm. And part of me can be, I can be like, I, like part of me would be the contemptual part of me of like, yeah, it was only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, when are they ever going to learn? Or, right. but that's not helpful. And that's what we're trying to say because I have to, we, I think if I turn my mind from correcting my thinking, turning my thinking to what God will have me think of being able to pray for that person, being able to love that person, being able to reach out to the person um, instead of being, yeah. Yeah. Why would I waste my time with that person? What was the point? Oh, I did all this stuff and they just threw it away because da, 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 they're using it. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think not just the relationship, the intensity of the relationship, but even on the outside as we help people, it can be very hard, especially when you've run a rehab center. It's like, move on. Like I have another, we have other people. I don't have to, I don't have to think about that person or get caught up in there. They can be very abusive. Mm. Have you ever experienced that? The, the, the blame of the alcoholic, if only you did. I think yeah. we lived many years like that. I would blame you for my drinking. Yeah. So it can be very... This reading is really challenging for it, somebody in in this relationship. Yeah. So part of it is... So there's part of it is... Um, I don't believe that this reading is saying uh, you need to put up with any kind... All kinds of behavior and, you know... Um, abuse and you know mm-hmm. neglect and all that stuff like this this is not saying like you just stay in that situation and like put up with everything and be a doormat that's not what they're saying here although that is exactly what um 
a spouse can hear or yeah. or a parent, you know, they can hear like, oh, we just have to put up with everything. But what it is telling us is don't throw fuel on the fire. So there's a smoldering fire and I'm so frustrated because this has been going on for however long and mm-hmm. I feel like helpless. I love this person and I want them to like be healthy and I want what's good for them. And so I give them all kinds of helpful suggestions. I have figured out what they should do and I try to get them to do what I think that they should do. Mm. And then we really start butting heads and I am, you know, I can get, you know, this, we can engage in these battles. Right. Mm -hmm, And mm so, um, and I'm throwing fuel on a fire. And so we have a few sayings, in Al-Anon, and number one is don't argue with a drunk. Mm. Like, you just don't argue with a drunk or someone who's using, right? And so someone who's using and comes at you with accusations and anger and whatever, it is really challenging to not engage in that. But we, ha- we, ha- we like... It's even hard to engage when they're sober. <laughs> like... Right, and, and that it does say that too, right? Like, it does say that this can happen mm-hmm. even after someone's gotten sober like even when they're not using mm. we still have emotional dist- emotional they call it emotional crisis um and so how do we how do we not engage in those mm. and it's really challenging and so the i i think the practice comes out of step 10 where we're watching and turning we're watching for these things to crop up fear in in insecurity self-pity self-centeredness all of these things which mm. is fuel to to lash back at and I turn to God. I, I take all of this and I'm like, this is not helpful for this situation. I'm just going to turn to God because God's my director. You're not my director. And if I'm pouring all of this fuel on this fire, then I'm actually being directed by the circumstance. So I take all of that and I take it to God. And it's And I think that's why the family needs to be in their own program. Yeah. And it's so hard you know, to say to like a parent or a a sibling or, you know, hey, there's actually like a program for you because they're so focused on fixing Mm -hmm. their loved one Mm -hmm. and the fact that their loved one is going to die from this this disease that's happening to them. Join Life Lab today. (laughs) We have free memberships. This will walk you through to understand a relationship with God. And so I invite you into joining that, starting the relationship, whether you're on the uh, alcoholic side or the codependent side or anywhere in between. Um, it's a it's a gift of recovery is to be able to not be directed by the world around us, but by uh, the spirit of God's love. Mm-hmm. And that's a great place to be, a place of neutrality. That is a promise of recovery. So would you uh, join us today as we walk out of today going, how do I correct my thinking and turning my, 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 my ugly thinking to God and, um, and, and, and then being inspired and, uh, being directed by God instead of the world around me. All right. We give you that. Take care. We will see you, uh, tomorrow. Keep the peace. Be of good behavior.